beautiful souls this is tiffany i'm coming at you from my sauna which is not getting as hot as i'd like but we're working on it it is a little bit of a labor of love um we're kind of just converting like my we have a, a bathroom if you've been to my studio then you know all the all the walls are lined with cedar um in the bathroom and throughout the upper part of the suite there's it's all cedar on the floor as well um and so we just put in like a little heater but it's not like quite powerful enough i'm gonna try getting some more rocks so that the rocks can generate more of the heat and sorry i heard my son yelling from outside um and i'm gonna lower the heater and then if that doesn't cut cut the mustard and get it because it's like i'm in here and i'm like glistening with sweat but not like pouring with sweat if that makes sense like it's like just hot enough it's like it's like a tease it's like it's getting you almost where you want to go but not quite letting you go over to like the sweet spot so anyways um, if I sound a little funny, it is pretty warm in here. It's actually really, really nice. Um, here we are, middle to end of January. We've entered, we've exited Capricorn season. We've entered into Aquarius season. We also had Pluto transit from Capricorn to Aquarius, which is something that if you've been here with me, we've talked 
quite a bit about. Pluto has been in Capricorn for the last 245 years, I believe. Um, and now it's switching into Aquarius. But as it does this, like it does kind of do a little bit of a dance. So we've had it dip into Aquarius and go back into Capricorn. It's been going kind of like two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. Um, dancing in between them for a few years, really. Like we've we've been feeling the, this this dance happen since about twenty twenty when we really started to see a lot of things really shift and change, um, and and we're gonna continue to see it over the next little while, but it will be. But it is kind of like it's almost like it's like stretching itself a little bit longer each time. And so we do have kind of, we will have a good feel for those changing energies happening right now. Um, and then on Thursday, we have a full moon in Leo. And I kind of love this energy, mostly because I'm a fire sign as well. I'm an Aries. So um, that fiery energy, like it, it lights me up. It gets me going. It makes me feel really good, but it can be like Leo is dramatic. <laughs> if you, I want you to like, think about someone who, you know, who is a Leo right now. They're probably not a quiet person who, um, you barely notice. They are probably someone who really grabs a lot of attention, who knows what they want, who goes for it, who is a little fiery, who is very passionate. Um, and like, you know, they bring the drama, they bring, you know, they, they don't back down. They aren't someone who's going to go, okay, sorry. You know, they're going to stand up for what they believe in and push and push and push. Um, and so that's kind of the energy that that's coming in right now is that that feeling of of big dramatic energy which is a little funny but is also okay. Sometimes we need that. Sometimes we need to be reminded of what we are worthy and deserving of and and sometimes we need an energy to come in to push us to really stand firm in what we believe or know or value or want, you know, there's, there's so many things. And, and that is a really beautiful energy. And yeah, it can come across a little harsh. Sometimes it can like, um, it can even be like a little rude or arrogant um, definitely actually like, like when I think of, it's funny to think of like different people who hold those energies. Cause we're all like such a mixture of everything. But you know, when I think about my uncle who passed away, he was, he's definitely someone who is, who was, who most people would consider to be very arrogant. And it's funny because in our family, like he and I could go toe to toe and I wasn't because I'm also fire. I, like, like a lot of people didn't want to deal with it. A lot of people were like, oh, whatever, that's just him. And, um, and him and we also, we had a lot of similar interests. We loved like traveling and, and things like that. And so we got along in ways that a lot of, of, of our family members didn't quite get along, um, with him as well. Um, but a big part of it was that I was not afraid to go toe to toe with him and to call him out for what 
you know, who he was and, and what he was. Um, and that's not to say that he was a bad person in any way. It's just that he could get very arrogant, very like, like, comp- like overconfident, very almost like aggressive in the way that he communicated. Um, and I don't know if you know me a little bit, you know, I'm not here for that. You know that I'm not afraid to, I'm, I've probably said a lot of things that I should not have said to people, um, because they were maybe a little bit being, being a bit of a jerk and I'm not afraid to, uh, go toe to toe, but only like, it's funny because I have that in me, but it's not, um, like it's out of fun. (laughs) Sounds, I don't know. Some of you might think that's a little bit crazy, but it's kind of like one of those fun challenges. If you're a fire sign, then you probably get it. You probably get that. Like I have another friend who like, we've gotten into so many passionate debates and it's one of my favorite things to do with that friend And sometimes I think I'm sure that I drive them absolutely crazy because I'm not even necessarily debating out of like my deep belief in the side that I'm debating for. It's just that I can see often like I can see all the sides. That's been a real gift of mine for a long time is is to be able to see and understand how people come from all of these different places and so sometimes when I'm in those debatey kind of situations, which you might find yourself in over the next couple of days, because that'll definitely be like, that is fire energy. That is what's coming in is that fiery debate, that fiery conversation, that passion. And like, use that for fun. Like like, like I was saying, like like it was so fun for me to be able to articulate and use language to try and open up someone's mind and that was that's literally like what it is for me is that when I see a closed mind and so when we think of Leo energy Leo energy is so I am my sun sign is an airy sun so I'm a cardinal sun sign which means that I am that's the beginning of the season of, of spring. And I know I've, I've shared a bit about this. Leo, and, and so that means that I am open to change. I'm open to new beginnings. I actually love that. I thrive in that. I, you know, the, all of that, like, like it's, it's very, a very comfortable place for me to sit in. Whereas Leo energy is a fixed sign. So when we think of Leos, we do, and Leo energy, it is a more stubborn fixed sign that doesn't necessarily like a lot of change that doesn't necessarily like 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 they have their way that they want it to be and they can be very stubborn in that and not very flexible it's so funny to like be sharing all this because I'm just thinking of all these people and all of these people like I love Leo people I love them all so much but it's it's really interesting to think about the energy that comes through and then to be like, oh, that that's why that person has, you know, I, I can see that. I remember a time when they showed me this or this was proved to be correct to me, right? It's an interesting thing to consider. Um, and then at the op- opposite end of that, Sagittarius, which is my rising sign. So also I hold a lot, a lot, a lot of Sagittarius energy. Um, 
and fire as well. But that is the end of fall. That's, you know, as you transition into winter. So that is called a mutable sign. So they tend to be people who are also um, easygoing, easy to move through change. So that's a big theme for me um, is that that mutability, that changeability, that like th- thriving or comfortability with with the a change a pivot a change of direction a a new path a new way um whereas what's coming in right now and that's why we might see some debate that's why we might see some fire that's why we might see some like digging in the heels and i want you to be aware of that but i also want you to acknowledge because leo's will passionately and courageously fight for what they believe in and so if something's coming up for you, I want you to just take a moment and check in and see how true it is for you. Because if it is very true, then this could be the perfect energy to stand firm in that. And if it's not so true for you, if you're like just picking up on that stubborn vibe then that's okay. And and you're listening to this now and you heard me say that so that you can let it go. But check in and see because we are in this kind of, like there is so much, um, so much of this energy of changing and shifting. And, and sometimes that can feel really scary to us and sometimes that can feel really, really good to us. And so checking in to see if it is true could be, this could create a really big opportunity for you to really stand in that, that knowingness and to call into your body the courage of the lion in order to bravely do whatever it is that you need to do. And on the flip side, it's also a really good time to have some fun. Like we're, I I want you to think back to like July and, and the beginning and, and August of this year. Though that was Leo season, that was when we saw the new moon in Leo. And so right now we're ending a six month cycle from that time until now. And now we get to like shake it out. Now we get to take a deep breath in. Now we get to let go and release those cycles in whatever way we feel called to. And we also get to like dance it off, shake it off. Leo is not afraid to say like, hey, look at me. Hey, like, let's have some fun. Leo loves to be the center of attention. And so like, if that's, if you're feeling that now, enjoy, like, like soak it up. Let yourself be the center of attention even if it's in your own world, but let yourself like let loose and celebrate and play. Like 
as much as a lion, I don't know if you've ever watched like nature documentaries, you think about that like lion, lioness energy, as much as they like are out hunting and, and, you know, protecting and, and, and doing all their lion stuff, they also will like roll around and play with each other and have a good time. So that is like, like, I hope that you can find a balance of that. I hope that you call some of that in though. Some of that playful feline spirit, you know, let that move through you. Let the energy pour through you. I mean, Leo is literally ruled by the sun. So like, <laughs> it's, it's a big, beautiful energy and you should feel free to let yourself soak up some of that light and even radiate it out. Let yourself be the center of your own universe, right? When we, when we think of Leo, you know, we're talking about that arrogance. They, we're talking about that, like, inflexibility. Um, you know, they, they do like to be the center of attention. They do like to be the center of the universe. And, of course, like I said, we all have different balances of different energies. And those are maybe some of the... Um, challenges that can be posed. But while it might be a challenge to a Leo person who holds that energy all the time, let it be something that you can borrow right now. Let it fill you up and let yourself be the center of your own universe. Let yourself follow your desires. Let yourself hold yourself in like, like at the top of the pedestal, you know, Especially like, like so many of us take care of other people, we take care of our families, we put the needs of others before we put our own needs ahead. And this energy is telling you to put yourself first. It's giving you permission to care for yourself, to shine your light out into the world and to know that, that it's like it's like the oxygen mask thing, you know, like you've got to take care of yourself before you can take care of others the more light that you shine into the world, the more the world benefits. And today I was walking and I was listening to the trees again. This has been something that like I used to do all the time. I used to feel so connected to. And over the last like almost six months, so definitely the next full moon, I will be releasing and letting go. But I feel like even with this full moon, I'm, I'm letting go of, of a lot of stuff and really reconnecting to to myself um but I had so much like stress and so much noise inside of me that I wasn't listening to what was around me I wasn't connecting to the earth I wasn't it's it was just the strangest feeling because I didn't even realize that I wasn't doing it but at a certain point I realized that I didn't feel like myself and I realized that I wasn't connecting as deeply and I wasn't feeling as creative and I wasn't, there's all these little, little pieces, but it was kind of like a slow process and that's how we lose ourselves, And that's also how we find ourselves because we are here to, to experience all of the dichotomy of that. We are here to lose ourselves so we can refind ourselves. We are here to experience heartbreak so that we can find love again and we can open up to true love you know, we are here to um, lose our loved ones so that we 
can learn so that we cherish what we have now we are here i mean all all of those things they're all so so important and now I feel like I've gotten on a tangent that has taken me away from where I was going. And so the trees, as I was walking with them today and I was tuning in and listening, I, well, one thing I will say in that process of losing myself, what I realized was that it is in my nature to walk in nature and listen to the spirits around me and I can hear them and I can feel them and I listen to them and they fucking love that like and it's the same with every session I do in the spirit guides they're so all of these spirits are here to support us and here as a part of the earth which is what we came to experience and yet we're so preoccupied with all sorts of crap that we don't hear them. And I realized slowly over the last little while that I was coming to the forest and I was asking a lot of the forest. Like, like I was coming to nature and I was asking to feel like myself. I was asking for the earth to take away, like the noise in my head. I was asking the earth to help me with what I needed help with, but I wasn't coming to the earth and listening to her and listening to them, to all the, all the voices, all the spirits that live with us. And it's an interesting thing because I think we do this a lot. And this was one of the things that was communicated to me today as I was just listening and I could feel I could feel like the excitement. You know what I mean? It's like when you it's like when you run into a friend who you haven't seen in a long time and you get to catch up with them and you're both like, "Oh my god, it's so great to see you." blah 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 blah. How's life? Da, 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 da. And like you're genuinely so excited to just be able to like share. That is how like the earth felt today. It was like, "Oh my gosh, thank you for listening to us." Like, here we are blah blah. blah. And it made me realize how often like we have so much going on in our lives and it's important and it's not like, like we probably are overthinking about it. We're, 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 I know that we all let these stories like run through our mind over and over again or all in like in different ways or, you know, we, we aren't very efficient with our thoughts a lot of the time and we aren't very intentional with our thoughts a lot of the time. And sometimes it just gets noisy up in there. And when it's so noisy in there, we don't hear the support that's around us. And the earth is literally like this beautiful grid, this beautiful network that is here to support us. And it just wants us to connect to it in some way. It wants us to hug a tree. It wants us to put our feet on the earth. It wants us to jump in its waters. It wants us to rub our hands over the moss, to notice the beauty that's all around us, to feel the spray off a waterfall, whatever that is. 
or simply to acknowledge it and even be present with it for a moment. Like one of the things that used to come through a lot of sessions and it hasn't so much lately, but it used to come through in a lot of sessions was this idea of like, what if you just like in the morning you went outside and you took a few deep breaths, like maybe on your way to the, your car before you go to work before you go to get breakfast to get coffee whatever it is that you might be doing to go for a walk whatever it is you might be doing what if like you stretch that out by 30 seconds to a minute and you just took a couple of extra deep breaths and you were just present with whatever was around you whatever noises whatever sights sounds smells you just took that in I mean it's such a simple simple thing to do but it helps us to connect into that earth grid. And when we do that, it's like, it's like all of these lights like shoot up and flash up and we become more alive. The more present that we can be, I mean, we know this, we hear this over and over and over and over again, but how often are we truly not present? Like it's, it's, wild it's totally totally wild how much there is in the world right now to distract us from our truest essence from our own like awesomeness you know like like we can literally like miss our own awesomeness because we're being distracted we're being distracted by our phones by our stories in our mind by the stories of the world you know there's so much pulling us in all these directions and if we were to really like consider what the things are that are the most important to us and we were to be intentional with how we wanted to think and feel and move through those things like imagine how much different that would be it would be wild and so I mean, we're going way off in a direction, but on Thursday, on this full moon, when things feel dramatic, when you have that courage, I want you to consider, like, what are the things that are the most important to you? And how much of your energy is going towards those things? And how much energy is pulling you away from those things? And I don't even mean, like, outside forces. I mean, like, the forces that are in our own mind that that make us worry about if we're doing a good job versus plan on the next great thing or worry about other people's well-being when we could be planning when we could be simply quiet and present or we could be planning the next thing that will help us that will make our life better in how many times are we thinking about the past things that we can't change when we could be putting that energy towards the future because we're literally sending packets of energy i'm not sure if i've shared this here and i've been meaning to like really kind of do like a deep dive in on protecting our energy but um it's wild like like if if you keep on thinking about someone it's probably because they're thinking about you and they're sending these packets of energy your way and you're literally receiving them and that's why they're popping up in your brain so much. 
and there's like you could simply wear like um an evil eye and that will help a lot like a lot a lot it's interesting a few years back um there was this person in my circles and I actually had a ton of respect for them. I still do have a ton of respect for them. Um, sorry, my kids just came up here. <sighs> Coming back to you guys. Yeah, so I had a ton of respect for her. I still, I still do. I genuinely still do. But she would come up in my mind and I would be thinking all sorts of negative thoughts about her. And I know that I challenged her. I know that we see the world differently, that we move through the world differently, that we operate differently. Um, she is someone who is probably a lot more fixed um, and not so comfortable with the idea of change or wasn't at that time. Whereas I'm, like I said, someone who can be flexible and go with the flow and find solutions and, and move forward. Um, and I know that my attitude that way, because I am very direct and straightforward with it, um, challenged her. And for like, like a long time, like I would just randomly think bad things about her. And it would be weird because then I would catch myself and I'd be like, I don't think that like, I actually really respect that about her. Um, and then in the summertime this year, um, I was gifted an evil eye necklace or an evil eye bracelet from Spain. And months went by and I realized that I hadn't thought about her and it's funny because as someone who like is an energy healer someone who's a psychic who's a medium I know that that's that she was thinking of me I know that she was sending me bad juju so to speak you know not not intentionally probably who knows maybe I don't know um but just in her own you know just because when we think thoughts about people we send them packets of energy when we think thoughts about the future we send the future energy when we think thoughts about the past we send our energy back into the past it is it is the way that it works um but it's funny how sometimes like when it's your own stuff, you don't see it as much. You don't see it as clearly. That's why, that's why it's helpful to have people who we trust, who we can consult with and work with. Um, because yeah, sometimes we have blinders on or sometimes we have blind spots. We, we miss things, right? When it's in our own, our own energy field. Anyways, super, super good way to, to send that energy right back is simply by wearing an evil eye of some, of some type, some sort of jewelry or, or something. Um, another thing that maybe I will share and talk about here because we're kind of just riffing on whatever's going on. We talked about the full moon um, already. We're talking about energy being sent around and we're talking about the, I was talking about the busy mind and, and our thoughts and the things that can be really helpful in finding clarity. So one is making sure that you're not thinking other people's thoughts. I mean, like, like literally I must've been like picking up on, on that energy and thinking thoughts that weren't, I didn't even believe. And I knew right away, but I also didn't know. And, and I, it's funny because sometimes when we have stuff like that come up, we, we want to look at like the mirror and we want to be like, okay, well, what is it showing me? Like, like, am I, is that showing me a reflection of something within me? 
um, that I need to address that I feel, you know, that, that I need to take responsibility for. And that's kind of the way that I approach most things. But it was really interesting to have that experience where it wasn't that it was literally just sending it's just receiving these packets of energy. So with that being said, make sure that you're sending out good packets of energy. Make sure that you're taking a moment. Let's take a moment right now here together to take a nice deep breath breath in and out. Take a couple of deep breaths. Oh, the sauna is getting warm now. Um, and let yourself send out any energy that is not yours. Let it go back to where it came from or out into the universe to be transmuted into something the universe needs because energy is just energy. Let it fall away. Does not feel good. And then take a moment to call all of your energy back in. Let it come back into your being. All of your energy that you've spread out through time or space. Collecting it all back up and letting it gather back into your being. Oh, it feels so good. It's so simple. It's so simple, simple little practices that make a big difference, especially when we do them consistently. It's those few breaths in the morning connecting into the earth grid. Those few breaths before bedtime, clearing out your energy, calling back in your energy. It's amazing what what those like two two simple practices could really make a huge difference in our lives if we were consistent with them. They don't require a huge amount of time. They don't require a huge amount of effort. Just a little bit of consistency. And while we're here, the other thing that I started doing that really helped to clear my mind really help to bring my thoughts into focus and make me feel a lot more in control of them it just kind of felt like it quieted out like the the loopy stories that were were playing over and over again all the different versions of them but really it's all the same thing I'm sure you know what I'm talking about maybe maybe not hopefully you don't hopefully your mind is like clear and focused and you're good but if you do have ever struggled or or would like to find greater clarity and creativity. I have been regularly microdosing with, I've actually been using Amanitas for the last little while, but I also use um, psilocybin. And it's funny because I've been selling these and I would use them every now and again, and maybe I'd take like a few to have a little bit more fun, or maybe I would just take one or two to just connect. Um, but what I really, really noticed was, and, and what people ask me, like people are always a little bit like, they're like, Oh, what is this? And, and if people are already using them, then they know what they, how they make them feel. But for people who are more curious about how they make them feel, the best thing I can say is that it helps to quiet the mind. It helps us to become more clear and focused, more creative. Because you'll literally notice that the stories or the the chatter that the mind tends to kind of pour through itself on a regular basis, that will quiet down. 
and your thoughts will become more focused, which gives you the opportunity to be really intentional. And it really gives us an opportunity to, you know, if those stories aren't serving us, if those stories are harming us even in some way, I know sometimes our mind chatter can just be chatter. It might not be like negative or positive or anything. It could just be, you know, all a, a lot happening. Um, and it's nice to have a break from that sometimes. And sometimes those stories can be due to stress or like a lot of people will use it for anxiety and depression because those thoughts, those intrusive thoughts, those stories that play over and over and over again, reminding us of like whatever stress we might have, whatever challenges we might be facing in that moment. Microdosing with mushrooms will help to quiet all of that noise down so that you can come back into your own truth so that you can ask a question and receive a clear answer instead of receiving a great big story so that you can take a breath and let yourself be creative and explore and have fun with it so that you can connect in with that earth grid with those nature spirits but it doesn't have to be a trippy psychedelic. It's not a trippy psychedelic thing at all. It is just really something that helps the brain. It, it's, like it, it's like a little reset button that helps you come back into yourself. And yeah, it's, it's been a really, really interesting experience. Um, in the sense that it actually hasn't been all that interesting, it has been something that has helped me, um, to just feel more like myself, to feel more like who I am. Um, and it's funny when I traveled to India many, many years ago before I had children, um, I was in Bali. I also went to Indonesia and Thailand and I was in Bali and I went to this healer guy and he said that I worry. And if you know me, I'm not someone who worries a lot. But there are a few areas of my life that I've realized over the years that I do let my mind spin around and around with, I mean, not worry, but not helpful thoughts or not helpful stories, not helpful, I don't know, not into a helpful place where I do kind of worry as a, I mean, as, as a loose term for that. Although if you know me, like I'm someone who like, like my favorite phrase is worrying is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you anywhere. <laughs> it's kind of a funny thing. I'm not someone who like worries in the traditional sense, but like I said, there is maybe one particular area of my life or a couple where thoughts do kind of spin in a way that just isn't productive or helpful or beneficial to me in any way and 
And then as life has progressed, there's been a few more challenges in that area. And I found myself not in the greatest place mentally. And I wasn't in a bad place. It's just that those certain thoughts, like I just couldn't really shake them. And they were, it was annoying to me. It was like super annoying to me because I could see it and I knew what was happening and I didn't want to be there. And yet they would just keep popping in and popping in and popping in and I would push them away and they'd pop in and I'd push them away and they'd pop in. And so it's an interesting thing because we can sometimes even be so conscious of it and yet not feel entirely in control of it or not know how to like shake it off or, or let it. I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. And it's not something I've, it's not a place that I found myself in. I usually am in a really positive, grateful, happy kind of place, but sometimes shit happens and those thoughts come in. And so the microdosing has been, um, really, really, really helpful for that. And, I like I can't recommend it enough. I really recommend that you try it and I will be um a little shameless plug. I will be hosting um a few, but I'm going to start out with one um in February and I can't remember the exact date, but you can find it on my website nettleco.com. Um a microdose and meditate evening. And I would like to do some in person, um but I would also like to do some online so that we you can be in the comfort of your own home wherever you are whatever that looks like I know I have lots of clients who are moms that struggle with being able to get away I have lots of clients who live all over the place and um, this way I can mail you out your medicine you can take one before we will take it together and then we can go on a little meditation journey and help to clear and ease and um and then you can also decide how much medicine you'd like to receive so if you want to receive a week or two weeks or a month's worth whatever that feel whatever feels right for you we can work that out together um so you can go to my website nettleco.com and send me a message have a look at the information and, and we'll sort everything out together if that is something that interests you it's been it's funny because I've been recommending it to people for like, like literally for probably two years, but I always just used it for fun before. And then kind of finally I had a reason to use it for as medicine and it is phenomenal. I have, I will share, I had one client come to me and say, I can't use them. They make me really angry. <laughs> and my guess is that person is holding on to some anger that they need to sit with and let out. So these microdose and meditation evenings, I would love to like host one them once a week um, and create like a really fair price for that. Um, but I'm going to open up one and see how that feels and see what everyone feels like. Um, but that could be like, like it's a really great way to have something guided as your first thing so that if anger or if emotion or if things come up, you kind of have a container to express and move and feel through them. Um, and then you can come back into your own space. But like I said, I've only ever heard of that happening once. And I have worked with lots and lots and lots of clients who've used this medicine. So 
I feel like it's very, very safe and very, very effective. And if you feel called to have a chat about it, or if you're interested to join that event, please let me know. And with that, I am actually getting pretty sweaty in the sauna and um, I'm going to let you go. I feel like I rambled on and on and on. So thanks for sticking around if you stuck around and happy full moon in Leo. Many, many full moon blessings to you.